And for anyone who's listening, here is the thing. You can get well. If Victoria got well and I got well, you can get well too. And here's the thing also. Once you're well and you know you're you're just so done and it's not even a struggle, you don't even think about it anymore, you are in the perfect place for God to fulfill His purposes for your life. Hey friend, welcome to Beyond the Booze. I'm your host, Victoria Plummer, daughter of the Most High, wife, boy mom, and multi-passionate entrepreneur. I know that you are sick of wallowing in shame after another night of binge drinking. I know that you want to quit, but you can't imagine a life without alcohol. My mission is to set you free from the lies, fears, and habits that are keeping you stuck in a toxic relationship with alcohol. In this podcast, you'll learn about spiritual growth, personal development, healthy lifestyle habits, and recovery education so that you can start living a life you love. If you're ready to take your power back, grow in your faith, and live a more purposeful life, you are in the right place. Whip up your favorite mocktail. Let's do this. Hey friend, as you can tell from the intro, this episode is going to bring the heat. This is the second half of the first interview with author Paulette King. She wrote the book Spirit-Led Sobriety. And yeah, if you missed last week's episode, we had part one. This is part two. I think you're really going to enjoy it. I love how she brings the science and the spiritual side together to allow you to have a breakthrough in the way you think about your struggle with alcohol. So I hope you enjoy this as much as I did. Let's dive in. Yeah. And we were just talking about this, like before, I think before we hit record about just like the goal being to like, like you said, help people like set the captives free so that they can, you know, be free to do what God's created them to do. Because like you said, like that spiritual warfare is like trying to keep us down, you know, so that we don't do what God has called us to do or be, be his hands and feet. Um, so, you know, from reading the book, um, and I don't make any apology, you know, God made me how he made me. And I have a very inquisitive mind. I ask a lot of questions. I'm a retired editor by trade and it, that served me well in my career. Yeah. And as I said earlier, when I look back over all of the things I have come out of stronger and gotten through, I could not understand what was wrong with me and why I could not just stop drinking. So I did lots of research, read lots of books, took, um, you know, uh, courses. And what I learned is there's a process called neuroplasticity where your brain literally, biologically, physically, literally rewires itself to where that's why anybody listening, when you find yourself you're doing fine. You're going every, you get racking up a few days of no alcohol. And out of the clear blue, there's a drink in your hand. And you're like, what the hell? 
that is neuroplasticity. Your brain rewires itself. And when something happens, it is an automatic. You don't even think about it. It's a new habit that you formed. Well, that's the science part of it. So when I learned how alcohol affects your brain and body, it's that took so much guilt and shame away from me. Like, well, no wonder my stars, no wonder you're having a hard time not drinking. Look at what it does from a chemical, physical standpoint. Well, then I started looking, you know, reading, you know, going to the Bible and in Romans, it talks about, you know, we need to transform and renew our minds from the inside out. Okay. I started looking up, I found a lot of scriptures about alcohol and self-control and fruits of the spirit and things like that. And when you transform and renew your mind from the inside out, that's the spiritual equivalent of neuroplasticity. So once I started refreshing and reminding myself from the word, that took care of the spiritual side. So the science is here that makes sense intellectually and the spiritual in my heart and who I truly am, a, a believer, a, you know, a daughter of Almighty God. That just, the way I can explain it is I leveled out. I leveled out in every area, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and boom, healed. Right. So Yeah, it's like you, you meditate on the word, you like get it like into you, you know, yeah. like that transforming from the inside out. Yeah, this is, <laughs> I do this. Um, I type out scriptures and that like right now I'm dealing with something else entirely. And mm -hmm. I look up scriptures pertaining to what I need help with. Right. I print them out and I speak them out loud. You know, there's great power in speak. There's something about speaking the word out loud. Yeah. And I, I remember when I was a new Christian, somebody was telling me to do this. I'm like, that just sounds so stupid. You know, that sounds so stupid. That's like woo woo. And, but, but then I started doing it and I started looking at my prayer journal and my prayers are being answered and I can feel myself changing. And what I, what was yeah. a problem is no longer a problem anymore. So right. you can see I've, I've added some new, some new scriptures. I need to redo my list because God's taking care of some things and adding some new things. And yes, you know, life is just a journey. And here we are trying to be more like Christ every day. And um, anyway, I talk a lot. Yeah. No, you're good. I think that's great because that's something that I did too. Like before I was like free from alcohol. Um, and obviously, like you said, we have different challenges. Like, you know, we go from glory to glory. So there's a new challenge. That's right. And that's um, right. <laughs> different things that we're going to need scripture for. Like, I, I think it's funny because I thought that like, once I was like free from alcohol, like then it's like, okay, I'm like, good. Yeah. Like, you know, there shouldn't be any more problems, but there's still problems. Yep. Yep. <laughs> but that's right. But, yeah. I was just going to say that, like, I did the same thing as far as like, so, you know, like the, I guess the world or the new age way of is like affirmations, but like with God's yeah. word, it's like declarations, like, you know, declaring the truth over yourself, like, you know, taking God's truth and like 
you know, speaking it in faith over yourself. Exactly. And And those you love. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, can I just interrupt real quick and say, yeah, of course. I am so grateful to you for this opportunity. And for anyone who's listening, here is the thing. You can get well. If Victoria got well and I got well, you can get well too. And here's the thing also. Once you're well and you know you're you're just so done and it's not even a struggle, you don't even think about it anymore, you are in the perfect place for God to fulfill your his purposes for your life. And Victoria and I were talking about that before she hit record, is that the more people that we can help in their own journey, if, if even one thing I said helps even one person, that's so good. Because we want, Satan has, has had us where he has wanted us. He had me where he wanted me for years. And it, it broke my heart that I didn't see it from his, from God's perspective. I had no yeah. idea. I had no idea. And it was only when all things hidden become, you know, exposed to the light. When right. I realized what was happening from God's perspective, man, I was on it. I was in my word day in and day out. And um, there's just, there's nothing better than, being well and you can get well but you cannot give up on yourself god's not going to give up on you right okay that's not going to happen and so you just just keep trying Mm -hmm. even if it sounds kooky yeah I'd love if you could share, because I, I, I think you shared this before we hit record just about like one of the recent the book that you read and like you know what what it revealed to you. Um, you're saying well, you sure. read that book. Yeah. Part of addiction. Okay. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> just your big takeaway from that book. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I read a lot of educational books and science books and things like that to understand how alcohol affects the brain and body. Right. Um, and sadly, Sadly, the one place I felt like I should have been able to go to was my church family mm. of over 30 years. I've been a member of this church, a very active member. I have, I wouldn't say I'm popular, but I know a lot of people and I have, I have a lot of pastor friends. I was so ashamed because they don't talk about addiction from the pulpit and because I have so many good pastor friends, it's like, I was so ashamed. But when I had reached the end, I had done everything I could think of. I finally humiliated myself and called one of my pastor friends. And he immediately said, Paulette, I've been clean and sober for over 20 years. Now, is that just not a gift from God or what? Did I just not need to hear that right away? And he could tell right away. And I was like, Oh my God, your kid, you know. So anyway, he he hooked me up with um, a biblical counselor, which is complete, even different from a Christian counselor. Biblical counseling is straight from the word. And I worked with her for about a year and a half. She had me read a book called The Heart of Addiction by Mark Shaw. 
Mark Shaw is a pastor who is uh, 29 years well, instead of sober, he's well <laughs> for 29 years. And um, he's the founder of, I think it's called the addictioncenter.org. Uh, but anyway, his book and his view is that it's not addiction. He, his view is that it's the sin of idolatry. His view was that if you're drinking alcohol to help you sleep or fit in or alleviate boredom or numb out loneliness or physical, whatever your reason is for drinking, if that's what you're turning to rather than God for help with whatever your problem is, you're making an idol out of alcohol. And for me, I'm not saying this for everybody, but for me, that cracked my heart and shattered me like you cannot know. I'm, I can feel myself getting choked up because I've been a Christian, an active follower of Jesus for over 30 years. I'm 65 yeah. years old. Yeah. I love my God and your God. I love him so much. And it never occurred to me that I had made for me. I had that view that I had made alcohol an idol over God and it broke my heart Yeah, because it broke his heart. Right. I was just, you know, so that book really cracked me open mm -hmm. and um, got me back in my relationship with God. I also have to say uh, in retrospect, I think I probably made um, Preston in our marriage an idol mm -hmm. because, um, I mean, I just was so happy. I couldn't believe yeah. that God brought me this fantastic man. Like, I just couldn't believe it. After I wasn't even looking, you know, and um, yeah. anyway, I can see. I probably did make an idol out of Preston in our marriage. You know, he, he wasn't big on going to church. I quit going to church. Um, just, I quit. I don't think I entirely quit quiet time, but I really did put God on the back burner. If I'm going to be really honest here and I do want yeah. to be honest. Uh, yeah. I really just, appreciate you sharing that. Um, just because like, I think that there is so much like, shame like as christians like you feel like well i've been saved like i shouldn't struggle with sin anymore or like i shouldn't fall for like satan's deception but that's just what it is it's like that deception like it like the whole bible is written to believers and like yeah yeah you're constantly well, being yeah and you know i was um i was active in the singles bible study class um that i was a member of and I was always taught, you know, when you marry as a Christian, your spouse is your number one. Yeah. You know, and I really thought in my own way that I was making God happy by loving my man so much. And right. I mean, I was so old, man, I would like 
put makeup on and do my hair, look cute every freaking night. I mean, who does that? <laughs> I don't do it anymore, but newlywed. <laughs> yeah, newlywed. Yeah, I did it for years. And um I also drank whiskey straight up, ladies and gentlemen, people in the audience. I I graduated from drinking two bottles of wine a night to straight whiskey in the morning. Five and six in the morning. Who does that? What kind of good Christian woman does that? Someone who is unwell. Yeah. 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 And um, yeah. Oh, gosh, I'm so glad to be out of prison. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I also think that like, yeah, just like you said, like, I think that a lot of women have that tendency to make their husband an idol, like as much as they don't want to, you know, like that's like, I think but before I got married. You, yeah. You don't realize. You don't realize it. it. Yeah. 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 And, have you read uh, um have you read Counterfeit Gods by Tim Keller? No, but that I one's have really good too. Hold on. <laughs> I have read several of his books. He is awesome. Counterfeit yes. God. Yeah. Yeah. And I also let's talk about it. I felt like such a hypocrite when I did start going back to church and just being all nice with my pastors and doing my women's Bible studies. What a hypocrite. Like I kept thinking if they only knew what I was really doing, mm. you know, and uh, I feel like that's the enemy's voice, though. Just, it's so condemning, yeah, you know, the it's guilt like and shame. The, yes. So it's like, OK, fine, I'm going to have a drink. Just shut up. And people will say, you know, you have a voice in your head telling you, oh, it's not going to hurt. One more won't hurt. And, you know, right. you might as well now. Well, I had a committee <laughs> in my head. OK, I didn't have just one. I had a freaking you know, board of directors and just chairman of the board. And I had a committee in my head. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I just say to God be the glory, period, full stop. I think out of everything he has ever seen me through, I'm, this is what I'm most grateful for. Yeah. And I mean, you've read the book, the stuff I have gone through. Um, this is the thing I think, because I, 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 I failed so much and, uh, I've never hated myself before, mm. but I hated myself for years, Victoria. And that is not a good feeling. Yeah. You know, well, um, I want to honor your time. And, you know, before we close out, I'd love to like, so we've heard like, you know, the journey. So like, what, what have been some like positive things that have come from getting well? For one thing, I'm sleeping. Isn't oh my gosh. A... Yes. Isn't that, isn't oh my... that ironic? Wow. I am, I am sleeping, God. sleeping without alcohol. Um, Hallelujah. I, I worked. Yeah. Well, I was spirit led. That's why the book is spirit led sobriety. I, yeah. You wrote the book. Well, <laughs> God led me to work with, I worked with my primary care doctor and a board certified sleep specialist and a cognitive behavior therapist specializing in insomnia. For one and a half years, these three doctors, we worked as a tag team. And that's what it took to crack yeah. my sick 
love my job brain. Yeah. <laughs> you know, wow. so yeah, I'm sleeping. Um, I can look at myself in the morning and even without makeup, I just think I'm proud of myself, not in a prideful way, but I can look at myself in the mirror. I'm no longer hiding bottles and, you know, rushing to the liquor store and happen to worry about sneaking the wine bottles exactly so in the wine refrigerator. Um, I'm able to be a good example to my daughter, man. Uh, it was very scary for me to come clean with my problem, but you know, it runs in my family, all of my siblings, yeah. uh, my parents, uh, my cousins, you know, I'm able to leave a legacy. You know, when I wrote this book, I I never really intended on having it published. I was just going to have enough copies for my daughter, my grandkids, my husband, and my siblings. And put that is so in, wild. <laughs> put it put it in the safe so after I'm dead and gone, they can read my story. Um, but God just said, "No, you know, girlfriend, we're we're putting this out in the world." You know, I didn't allow you to go through all that. And see, that's Romans eight twenty eight. God calls all things to good for those who love him, for those who call him to, according to his purpose. Mm. So that's why I think I was, uh, I, I suffered for so long and tried so many things. It was a real lesson for me. And it's going to be a lesson for anybody that might read this book. Just go to God I mean, for crying out loud. Just, yeah. Just go to him. Yeah. Pass, go, do all this, go, go, go directly to him. Mm -hmm. And yeah. who better to know you, lead you out of alcohol prison than him and right. the ways that he created you, you know, and uh, yeah. it's possible. Yeah. And it's so worth it. It is so worth it. Yes. Yes. I love that. And the title of your book, it's just so perfect. Like, because Thank that, you. like you, like you said, it's like, it was spirit led just for you Absolutely. specifically, like God's solution, you know, like yeah. how he wanted you to recover was, you know, specific to you because we're all yes. so different. So that's why, yeah. of course, like AA isn't going to work for everybody or, you know, yeah. celebrate recovery or whatever. And that's okay. I mean, yeah, totally. Okay. okay. And, and if it does, great. You know? Yeah. The principles are so, biblical, so I get it, you know? Yeah. Well, <laughs> anyway, thank um, you so much for having me. It's thank beautiful. you so much. Yes. All right. <laughs> thank you so much for being on here. All right. Well, you're welcome. And um, I really just hope that it helps not just one person. I want it to help a lot of people. Yeah, That's and the point. Last question for you. Where can... um where can the audience find you? Of course, I'll, I'll put links in the show notes, but oh, where's sure. the best place to find you? Um, well, I have spiritledsobriety.com. Um, I have a private online community, Spirit Led Sobriety. On Facebook? And, on Facebook, sorry. Oh, and, you're good. <laughs> uh, uh, Instagram, uh, Spirit Led Sobriety 22. Um, but on my website, if people email me a lot, I always respond. I will never not respond to you. If you need help, I'm not a coach. I'm not anybody special, but you know what? I'm special to God. And so are you. Mm -hmm. I will listen to you. I will help you in any way I can. 
um, even if it's just listening yeah. and saying me too, 